Hi filmmakers, Jason Brubaker with Filmmaking Stuff, where we show you how to make, market, and sell your movie without the middleman. I'm talking to you from sunny Southern California, and I'd like to welcome you to the show. Now, in our last conversation, I was telling you to find the phone number of someone that you wanted to go out and meet, um, and I was telling you that you should make a call to them. Now, obviously, if this is the first time that you're listening to the Filmmaking Stuff podcast, you probably didn't hear that last episode, so I would encourage you to go back and listen to that episode, and while you're at it, why don't you listen to all the other episodes as well? Um, (laughs) But for those of you that were listening to the episode, my question to you is, did you do it? Did you make the call? Now, if not, I don't want you to feel bad. Most people won't do anything that makes them feel uncomfortable, and um, myself included. I can totally remember the first time I called a prospective investor. And I'll tell you how I found him in just a little bit. But the first time I called his office, I was totally scared. I mean, at the time I was, you know, I was in my early 20s and I was thinking like, who was I? I was some punk, you know, kid who wanted to make a movie. Now, obviously that wasn't a good way to think of myself back then. But regardless of the fear, I, you know, I swallowed it down. I started dialing the number. My fingers were shaking. The phone starts ringing and then I hear somebody pick up. Hello? (laughs) And as soon as I heard that, I hung up. Now, I was scared. You know, what if I would have been rejected? Then what? Then where would I go? Now, if you think about it, this totally, I don't know about you, but it reminded me of the seventh grade. Like, I was calling up some girl to see if she wanted to go roller skating at a time when roller skating was popular. Um, And then you'd call up and you'd you'd ring and hear her voice and then you'd hang up. I I mean, the whole thing's pretty silly, right? Um, But, you know, when you're in seventh grade, you're probably not trying to make a movie unless you're super ambitious. And at at the time, you know, I knew I wanted to make a movie. And if I wanted to do what I wanted to do, I would need to be a little bit more bold. So I called the number again. The person answers, hello. And I say something to the effect, my name is Jason Brubaker. I wanted to see about meeting with Mr. Smith. Now, obviously, that's a fake name. Um, And the receptionist was like, what is this regarding? And my response was, I have some interesting, I have an interesting business proposition. And to my surprise, she was like, okay, I'll give Mr. Smith your message when he returns. Um, now if you're anything like me, I probably know what you're thinking, you know, raising monies for movies or calling Hollywood heavy hitters, it must be a lot more complicated than simply picking up the phone and dialing. And while there is some complication, I mean, when you actually start talking private placement memorandums and tax incentives and foreign pre-sales, you know, all of that stuff is a little bit more complicated, but none of those things matter if you can't pick up the phone and get a meeting or if you can't pick up a phone and make a friend. So the funny thing here is successful filmmakers aren't any smarter than you are. They just do things a little bit differently. They pick up the phone, they ask for what they want, and they value each no as one more no closer to yes. Most filmmakers, they probably won't make the call. And sadly, that's why most people do not make movies. So the success is really up to you. I can't personally give you success. I mean, you've been listening to this podcast and maybe you feel pretty inspired to do some stuff, but I I can't like just put it in a package and hand it to you. Granted, I get a lot of emails where people ask me to do exactly that, (laughs) Um, but 
you know, being realistically, you really have to want this. You have to want success and you want to, you have to want to have an awesome life. And the reason I suggested that you make a call to someone you dreamed of meeting isn't because I thought that they would take your call. You know, most uber successful heavy hitters are very busy. Most of these people have assistants. And those assistants are, in the world of sales, what we refer to as gatekeepers. They determine whether or not you can talk to their heavy hitter boss. And most times the gatekeeper is simply going to ignore you. Most times he or she is trying to figure out if you are crazy. But the secret is having an awesome objective with a degree of persistence. You know what you want. You put blinders on. You go for it. They've done studies on this. Most people actually in in this kind of, uh, let's just refer to it for what it is. It's sales. And most people in a selling environment give up after the first or second attempt. But what they found is success, getting the meeting, actually comes after the seventh attempt. Can you imagine this? It takes seven attempts to begin to gain traction towards a business relationship with somebody that you want to meet. And most people give up long before the seventh attempt. It's pretty silly, right? I don't know if you remember me telling you about my buddy Tom Malloy. Now, he's the guy that I was telling you about who raised over $25 million for his movies. Uh, he wrote the famed book on film finance, Bankroll. He literally wrote the book on it. Um, anyway, he talks a lot about persistence and how he gets meetings in the film finance guide that him and I put together. Uh, if you haven't grabbed your copy, uh, let's just call this the sponsor of today's show. You can go over to filmfinanceguide.com. Once again, filmfinanceguide.com and grab your copy. Um, and let me just uh, get back to what I was telling you. Uh, here's how I found my uh, this heavy hitter that I met with. I found him on the radio. And I'm going to add billboards to, to that as well. Um, back where I'm from, I, I kept seeing advertisements and hearing this guy on the radio, and he had all these car lots. The guy had sold cars, and he sold cars really well, and he was advertising all over the place. So I figured, you know, if they're, if they're buying all these billboards and doing all this advertisement, they must be doing okay. Otherwise, how could they pay for all this stuff? Um, and frankly, frankly, my hunch played out a-okay. Um, Mr. Smith, once again, this is a fake name, um, but he had a bunch of car dealerships and, and uh, he actually returned my telephone call and, and it said, he called me up one day and he was like, Jason, um, my assistant said you wanted to talk to me about a business proposition. Um, and my response was, yes, I work in the movie industry and I'm thinking about doing a project in your town. Would you have time to meet so that we can discuss in person? And I got the meeting, you know? So here's some lessons. Number one, you got to know what you want to accomplish. Number two, you got to agree with me that you can't do it alone. And number three, your rich guy is only one phone call away. So again, my question to you is, what are you waiting for? That's all I got for today. Um, this has been another uh, filmmaking podcast. My name is Jason Brubaker. I run Filmmaking Stuff. And um, once again, you know, I'm not sure if you're looking for more info about getting movie money. 
Um, but again, I think a good start is Tom Malloy. Uh, I highly recommend the Film Finance Guide, and you can grab your copy at filmfinanceguide.com. Until next time, take action and make your movie now.